Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. back on the things we say i'm sheldon and i'm nate and with us in the studio tonight we have a very special guest and she's my daughter elena say hi hi <laughs> <laughs> so i want to ask first what what inspired bringing elena on the on the podcast obviously we've we've had rylan on here yep and that was very star wars specific yeah and we are very much enjoying The Mandalorian, me and Rylan. Yeah, I, as am I. I'm just way behind, but I'm very much enjoying it. Yeah. It is the Star Wars that we all deserved. It's honestly, I am grateful to you for having introduced me to Star Wars at the right time so that I had the proper amount of enthusiasm <laughs> to go into The Mandalorian. But it was, it did not disappoint. Not one episode has disappointed me. Yes. And the one that did disappoint me just a little bit was redeemed in the second season so. was it the one with bill burr in it yeah, yeah. really mm-hmm. you know it's funny I, I found myself watching that episode going i don't even see that as bill burr which tells me that this was written well because it, <laughs> d- it wasn't like me sitting there just going oh i'm just distracted by the fact that this is bill burr all the time it's just it bill was burr. weird to see a bostonian in space that's true <laughs> but they you know it takes all kinds <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do <laughs> So why is Lena here? Lena doesn't want her episode taken up with Star Wars no, talk. No, not really. Not at all. <laughs> well, we wanted to talk about being a dad of girls. And both of us, have, you have two girls. Yes. I have one. And people say a lot of things about dads and girls and whatever. And I, I thought, well, we could sit down and talk about it like we did with being a dad of boys. We yes. didn't have any of the boys on. Right. But I thought... Let's bring an outside perspective. Yeah. In. I don't like dare. One, one of our daughters that is old enough to sit for an hour. Yes. <laughs> I don't dare try to bring strong on the podcast. No, never. Maybe never. <laughs> Maybe never. No matter how old he gets, he may never be on this podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> but yes, yet an outside and an inside perspective. Since when is your daughter? being a dad of, of girls. Um, what's interesting is when you have your first girl, what people say to you. They're always just like, oh, you know, get ready. Or uh, what, what are some of the dumb things that people say <laughs> or have said to you? You're more recent in this. You know, buy a shotgun. Yeah. I was already good in that department. Yeah. You uh, have to buy a shotgun. Yeah. And beat off boys with a stick. Um, that only increases as they get older. Yes. And she's, you know, she's a very pretty young lady. You're going to have to beat the boys away with the stick. Yeah. What yeah. do I call boys that are your age? Toads. Toads. <laughs> they are just toads. It's true. It's very true. And they I, lack was, I was one. They lack hygiene. Yes. Uh, see, but that was not me. I was like a twice a day showering kid, even at that age. I, I was a very clean kid. I did not like being smelly in any capacity. I was not a roll out of bed and just yeah, go do things guy. You're, you're outside the norm of 
that age range. Just in general. You can you don't have to qualify that. I know I'm outside the norm in so many <laughs> ways. You're extraordinary. Extra, well, I don't know about all that, but Selena, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, the how old are you, what grade you're in, that um, kind of thing. I'm thirteen and I'm in eighth grade and I go to Dalton Middle School. How tall are you? I'm five six. Yes. <laughs> yes, she is. All I can ever think of with Lena is and I tell this story often, but I'm going to tell it with her in the room because I don't know if she's ever heard me tell it. <clears throat> but I've known Lena since she was very tiny, probably about, were you Winnie's age when I met you guys? Oh, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah, she was probably born while, while we were going to the church. Yeah, so. but I got to know you probably when right. you were about when you were about three. And so now she's pretty much as tall as me, getting close to taller than me. She will be taller than me. Let's be real. It's going to happen. Yeah. But there was a day, probably about a year ago, uh, Jess, who's been on here before, Sheldon's wife, and of course, Lena's mom is on our worship team, and she was there, and we were getting ready on a Sunday morning, and there was just this random woman wandering around the sanctuary, and I just kept looking, I'm like, who is that, and why are they in here right now, and so we're playing, and after a while, I suddenly realized, oh, wait, no, it's Lena, <laughs> and that was like one of the weirdest things that has ever happened to me, is looking at who I think of as little Lena, and thinking, who is this woman walking around here, it's Lena. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's happened multiple times. Like at the one time my dad was just, I was walking with my friends and I think he thought I was another like adult walking with them. And I had like an umbrella or something and you couldn't quite no, see my face. No, I lost face. you at the pumpkin farm and I didn't know where you were. <laughs> and I walked past you three times because oh, yeah. I was like looking for you, but you had a black coat on and you had an umbrella and... I wasn't looking for that. Like you were, it was just this lady that was walking <laughs> around in the animal pen thing. And Except I was just like, it was Elena. Yeah. Yeah. So that was weird for me. So I imagine it was very weird. I don't for know you. if I told this on the podcast before, but there was a cashier that made me show ID to prove how old I was. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. You were with me uh -huh. and I said, these are my kids or something. They, uh, they asked something about yeah. us. They asked you to prove that you were my dad because yeah, they didn't believe it. Yeah, because I was like, oh, these are my kids. And they're like, you're not old enough to have kids that old. <laughs> and she, like, made me get my ID out. And I'm like, I'm buying hair product. <laughs> yeah, and the one time the one time we were in a gas station and somebody thought you were, I was, no, that you were my boyfriend. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it's it. It's terrible. But, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird seeing Lena as old as she is now to me because... I've known you guys long enough to see her as little, Lena. Yeah. So, Lena, if if dads, what what is what is a good thing that dads can do for girls? What what is something that you're like? This is a good thing that dads do that um, makes a big difference. If you need time to think about it, that's okay. I don't know. <laughs> or I mean, a little thing that makes a big difference. Sometimes it's just caring about what you're saying. And sometimes I feel like with my mom, they can relate too much to and they're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but actually being in, interested yeah. in things I don't understand. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know for me. Having girls has been. Let me back up. Having Winnie was an entirely different experience than having strong. Strong was super happy-go-lucky, 
still even now doesn't know a stranger everybody's his friend like he just is outgoing and gregarious and doesn't matter if 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 you're breathing and you'll talk to him he's happy with you and and wants to hang out with you winnie makes you earn it she is like a you are gonna earn it personality she is once she once you're in with her like she will be loyal to you and love you forever but she she takes a second to warm up and uh it was really weird for me because when strong was born because he was our first and he did not eat well, he didn't sleep well, he just struggled. Kayla needed me a lot. Like she needed me to help take care of him. You know, I took rounds feeding him really quickly because we supplemented him very quickly. With Winnie, she slept easy, she ate great. There was no. So I literally took a long time to actually bond with her because she just didn't need me. And that was really, really strange. Um, to the point where I started to feel guilty about it. And I thought, am I just doing this because this is a daughter and not a son? Like, is this something wrong with me? I really started analyzing why it was happening. And in the end, it was just because I didn't get the time with her that I got with Strong. And that, of course, changed once once she got just a little bit older. Um, but for me, going from Strong to Winnie, which I can't even equate as going from a girl to a boy, but specifically them in their personalities, was vastly different. Um, and one did not prepare me at all for the other in any respect yeah yeah i i don't know i i think that there's a couple really good qualities that lena has and one of those is that once she is convinced in her own mind that something is right and there's a right way to do it she's very hard to become unconvinced of that <laughs> yeah i have to like it has to be proven that it's not right before yes. i actually believe it i like that yeah. That's always a good thing. And some people see that as like a strong will. But one of the things and, and when she was younger, that was certainly a thing like where we would have our standoffs and whatever. But as you got older, one of the things that I valued about you is your convictions and the way you you approach things. And you have like an internal uh integrity, like, you know, who you are in all the different situations <laughs> and it works out for you because you're like, this is not okay for me, whether I'm at school or whether I'm at church or whatever group of friends I'm in, you know who you are in those situations. So uh, one of the things that bore that out a little bit, you went through something a couple years ago where people made fun of you and you didn't have a lot of friends. Mm. And one, me and mama didn't find this out until later mm. that everybody was picking on her because she just was like i'm myself i'm having a good time and these people are obviously incorrect <laughs> in their <laughs> assumptions about me <laughs> right it was yeah. a little bit like that mm -hmm. and it was enough that once we found out how bad some of the things that people were saying to you were we got a hold of some stuff and we read it and your principals read it and people were like this is not okay for kids <laughs> to be saying to each other how in the world is she doing okay how do, how do you survive something like that because in elementary school if if people are being mean to you you feel like your life is over like you know um, what i mean some people actually would. it was mostly my friends at church because i could just go it? to church and like because that'd be like my goal at like the end of the week then i could just go to church and hang out with like because my friends at church like i feel like I'm better bonded with them mm -hmm. just because like I'm not with them like every day all the time. Like I feel like it's almost like when you live with somebody, it just like, cause you're around them so much. 
like I feel like you tend to get in like fights more just because oh, totally. you're like around each other more. Oh yeah, you put two humans in a place for long enough, it doesn't yeah. matter how much they like each other, they're gonna headbutt. So all your church friends just look forward to the next time you can hang out, and it's always yeah. good when you're together. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that you'd say sense. that was a big thing was was having those relationships there. Yeah, just kind of stabilizing in the middle of all that. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of in the middle and towards the end of that, you made a list called how to survive middle school <laughs> Oh yeah, I did. and it got published in the school paper i think <laughs> yeah what what was on that list if you can recall um, any of it it was mostly like trying to figure out your classes because like i feel like everybody's trying to figure out their own but nobody's really like nobody can really help them like the students like nobody n- can figure out their own schedule so it's kind of hard to like help other Someone people else. so then you have to kind of go to the teachers and stuff so i was just like saying how like you can use like your planner and like to find like i don't know like the room numbers or whatever <laughs> so are you like are you super planner like is that your that your deal like do you have routines do you have or are you just kind of whatever comes whatever happens like do you have a like are you one of those people like this is when i go to bed this is when i'll get up this is how i'll do my morning this is my routine like i like what do to you go do? to i like to go to bed at a certain time but and I like to be on time to things, but I'm not really like, like I don't really have like a specific routine okay. or whatever. Okay. I was just curious. Were you going to say something about the church friends thing? I felt like I cut you I off. I was. It'll come bit. back to me. It's okay. okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but something, yeah. You have a way of motivating yourself that is just interesting to me. It wasn't anything that I would do. Like, you've made your own motivational posters, Mm -hmm. and they hang up in your room. I think this is the coolest thing ever, by the way. So tell me about that, because I don't know anything about that. What kind of motivational Um, posters do you have? Well, I'll just find, like, random things. Like, I have this magazine. I order, well, my grandma orders it for me every Christmas, Uh and it's all it's like a magazine for like teenage girls Uh it has like all kinds like bible verses and stuff and every time you get one there's in the middle of it there's a bible verse with like a picture in the background and i always cut those out and like hang in my room okay and then like i'll just read it in some some of the articles then i'll find like stuff that i like and then i'll just like draw a picture myself and write it down like the quote from the author or whatever okay but yeah yeah, I did something kind of like that when I was in high school that I called my blue wall. And I, it was just a bunch of blue post-its where if I saw a quote that I read or was reading something in my Bible that hit me particularly well, I would just write it on a post-it and just and it would just covered this wall that I had. And I, I still have all those post-its somewhere. I actually need to kind of dig them up and find them, take cool. pictures of them or something. But it's been down for a while. I finally graduated to a more grown-up office, I guess, or something like that. It's like, like teenage that. journaling. It absolutely was. <laughs> I've never been a journaler. So, yeah. So, so I'm curious. Being a middle school girl, which I never was. <laughs> or was I? <laughs> do you think being a middle school girl is harder than being a middle school boy? Um, I feel like with middle school boys... They can all, like, relate on, like, sports. Because, like, almost all middle school boys do sports. I think that's but more universal, not yeah, just middle school boys. Oh, that's no, true. this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but with girls, I feel like some people do sports and some people don't. And it's not quite something that they can, like, everybody can relate on. Okay. But I don't know. So in terms of something. relationships, it's 
you're more scattered because you have different interests. It's not yeah. just like one mm-hmm. interest that everybody has. Okay. Okay. So boys have that lowest common denominator. I, think, like they I think boys just are the lowest common denominator <laughs> in a lot of ways until they hit like, you know, college age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So you've, you've been in a lot of sports. Are there disciplines from sports that help you in school? Do you think that being in ballet and being in volleyball and things like that, do you think that helps you in school or in life? Um, or what I do you get know. out of the sports thing? I feel like it kind of helps me like when with my coaches that like pushed me, I didn't like being like having to work harder, but I feel like in the end it helped me a lot more. I feel like that kind of helps. Of me, yeah. I feel like that helped me a little bit in school. Cause like, I feel like last year, especially like with my grades, cause I know I was in last year I was in eighth grade and I was doing no last year I was in seventh grade and I was doing eighth grade math mm-hmm. and that was kind of hard for me and then I was just kind of like doing the best I could but then this year I realized that I actually have to like kind of like try and study more because like I don't like to study like I really don't study yeah but like I realized that I have to actually like do some more like work on like trying to learn harder yeah. so putting some effort in yeah yeah but yeah so early on in life you 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 made church a priority you made like your relationship with jesus a priority right like that's that's always been something for you um and me and jess have very much encouraged you to make that your own and it's not just because we believe it or it's valuable to us so talk to me a little bit about that like when did that become important to you what what is how has it helped you or how do you what is your what do you consider your relationship with god what does that look like for you um well when i was like four i declared my heart to jesus and i remember it was on the car on the way to my aunt's house just randomly i thought about it and then i feel like that changed a little bit but i don't quite really remember it but i feel like when i got baptized i think i was like 10 that's when I really started to realize that I need to like spend more time with the Lord. Cause I feel like before that I was a little bit too young mm. that like, just like church was like the only thing I did. And that's like basically the only time I like learned about God, but like I knew he was still there, but he didn't really like help me through many things. Mm. But I feel like once I hit like 10 and I got baptized and stuff, then that's when it kind of started. Yeah. But Yeah. When you say it, like, helps you through, like, anything recently come to mind or something that you've been going through? How how is how has your faith with God gotten you through, like, 2020? Um, I feel like coming back in the middle of, like, because I was online for the first quarter of the year. I feel like coming back, he helped me a little bit. And, like, with some of my friends, when they got, the when they had to go out because they were around somebody who had it that how had COVID then I feel like he helped me through like not being able to be like with my some of my best friends at school mm-hmm. but when you could yeah. have felt pretty lonely yeah yeah that's that's for real I'm curious what what to you has been the hard thing I mean obviously that's one of them but you know 2020 being what it's been and being all over the place and been all up and down obviously we've talked about it a lot on here just because yeah. you know in, a, in an adult world that has its own 
its own weight, its own things going on, its own problems. But like from your perspective, from from your thoughts, what do you? How has it felt to you going through all of this and seeing the craziness or seeing things shut down? Like how has that made you feel? How have you responded to internally everything that's gone on this year? I think it's mostly what's been hardest for me was like having not having the people around me Mm. especially like when we were all shut down and like during the summer and stuff right but i don't know it just part of it like especially at the beginning it just didn't make any sense to me yeah but yeah because it happened right right towards the end of the school year and they kind of shut everything down and then said you might go back and then we realized Mm -hmm. that you weren't going back and yeah just kind of felt like nothing was solid in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So now are you, are you like your dad in that he like has to be around people, like needs to be around people. That's a big thing. Or do you do really well being on your own kind of having alone time? Like, is that important to you or is it more like, no, I need to be around people as much as possible all the time. I like being around people a lot, but there's sometimes when I just like to be by myself, Mm -hmm. but yeah, for the most part, I like being around people. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like it energizes you to be around people or does it make you tired? I feel like it energizes me more. Like, yeah, I feel like I want to stay up later, like when I'm with <laughs> my friends, because like time goes by so fast. I'm like, well, I can just stay up the whole night. And, and you are not a night owl time. by nature, right? No, no, not no, at not at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you guys do a lot of sleeping. And you, you need your sleep. Yes. You go to bed yes. pretty early and you wake up. You're the first one up in our house. Like you get up. Well, I have to for school. Yeah. You get up, <laughs> get on the bus and I'm just waking up as you're going out the door. Mm. Yeah. That's, you have a strong internal clock. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a few times that I forgot to turn my alarm on and I literally woke up like literally like one minute before my alarm would have gone off and that's happened to me like on weekends before where i just uh, wake up right when my alarm would go off that's the worst that's the absolute worst that's partly why it's hard for me to go back to school because i get used to sleeping in and then i have to get mm. up really early yeah well, that makes sense so yeah. how do you navigate uh say bad words or music that you you don't think is your kind of music what how do you navigate that stuff like Um, do you hear a lot of it and what's your reaction to it how do you well with music like most of the songs like especially like we played a few that had like bad words in it i know for the volleyball team because there's all kinds of girls who played music on the volleyball team but yeah um most of them like I have a hard time understanding words in songs, <laughs> so that I didn't hear much. But, and if I did, like, that's another thing, like, God helps me with is, like, I can pray and, like, kind of kind of pray in my head to, like, get him to block it out of my mind. Mm. And I just, like, won't think about it anymore. Sometimes I'll even, like, forget, like, what I was asking him to block out of my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. I was never able to use that as an excuse because I'd hear a song like two times through and I'm memorizing the lyrics already. That's just the way my brain worked. Yeah. But yeah. Movies so movies is always my thing. I'd watch a movie and I'm like, oh, this is great. Come watch this thing. And I'd be showing it to my parents or something. I'm like, oh, I don't remember that at all. 
but songs no i had no excuse on that. yeah i'm really terrible at remembering if a movie has swears in it or not (laughs) (laughs) i find watching it with a child is the thing that will automatically sear that in your brain forever right because all those things come out and you're like oh yeah what does what does daddy say when they swear in movies i don't know I always say, we don't say that. <laughs> and they'll be like saying something in a movie and I'll say, we don't say that. My parents were always big with the mute button. That was the trick back in the day <laughs> when you had, when you had, uh, you know, VHS tapes. Yeah. You just hit the mute button when the thing is happening. And you still have the mute button. Yes. can still you work. You do. Yeah. You do. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that, that was just interesting to me. You were, you had been telling me about how some of your friends use bad words and stuff and how, how you you will listen to what some of your friends that you know you want to be like and who you look up to Mm -hmm. and who you like to be around and if they're not using those kinds of words even if you don't know what they mean that's what i was asking you about was words that you don't know what they mean yeah i feel your brother was running around using some words he didn't know what they meant (laughs) because i haven't totally had the full-on talk with him yet (laughs) we covered a a lot of it the other day (laughs) But yeah. uh, I know. Well, I mean, I'm in eighth grade. I should know a lot of words. So like if there's <laughs> not if there's a few words I don't know, like, I don't know if they just are using them in like a way that is like an angry tone, kind of like I know that they might that. be the best. Mm. So I just try to stay away from it, yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I like that. That's smart. Context is a good thing like that. Yeah. Oh, man. And I was telling you that the way you were thinking about how words work and all of that, that the middle school boys your age are not using any of these logics. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Middle school boys. It's just not. It's just not a thing. I mean, they are a thing, but they shouldn't be. So all the way along, mom has been helping you through a lot of things. Like she, she's the one that sat you down and gave you the talk and Mm -hmm. told you all about like being a woman and growing up and getting older and all of that. How, how do, how do dads help teenagers navigate any of this? What's the dad's role for the, for the girls your age? Like every, every dad is told, well, just wait till she's a teenager. I think part of it is like when like I'm angry or sad you're always the one who makes a joke out of it anyway <laughs> just because you're a dad so yeah that is true it is often my <laughs> role <laughs> that's how my grandpa was with my mom she's always telling stories about that just the ridiculous things he would do in those moments right because hmm. you and your mom have a tendency to take things very seriously yeah and when things are getting too serious there is that is the dad's role yeah and like when I try to be funny, then she gets annoyed. My mom gets annoyed <laughs> with me, and then yeah. So do you think? Do you think you're more like your mom or your dad? My dad. You think so? Yes. Why is that? Um, I'm surprised by this. Actually, I'm a lot like my uncle David. I know that. You think so? Like, yes. My mom has said multiple times that I'm a lot like my uncle David. <laughs> so why is that? There's I don't know. The one time. We were both, I think we had like mac and cheese or something. We both had forks and we were eating out of the pot. And my d- mom got so <laughs> mad. And then we both started 
oh, I forget what we were doing, but oh. we both started doing something to her. And she's like, you're both so like, you just need to get out of my kitchen. But, like, yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. There was but when you guys start like hitting each other or like getting into an argument or something, neither of you knows when to stop. Yeah. You just don't yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so like we can't let you two start anything because <laughs> neither yeah. one. I mean, he's a full grown man. He should have some <laughs> idea of when to stop, but he doesn't. <coughs> I mean, I'm artis bleh, artistic like my mom, but yeah. I feel like. I have more of a personality of my dad. Like, I like to be funny li like my dad. I feel like, I don't know, I like to hang out with people like my dad. Yeah, because um, yeah, your mom's more of like a let me like have my yeah. alone time kind of personality for she sure. She loves a huge personal bubble. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's <laughs> true. And she loves people and she does well with people, but she needs lots of recovery yeah. time after people. <laughs> mm -hmm. <coughs> and I, f I feel that. I'm that. I'm that personality as well, right. very much so. Yeah. Hmm. So who's better to hang out with? Um, <laughs> I feel like I like to go shopping with mom more ah, because she yeah. likes shopping and you don't and like shopping. And mom let you spend all but her cool cash <laughs> the other day. I heard about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel like you're fun to hang out with. But <laughs> I don't know. But mama lets you spend the money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The other day I, I was know. taking you out and I was I was asking Jess, well, what do I, what money do I use to feed us? And she's like, I thought you said we're using our spending money. I'm like, and she's like, I spent all my spending money on Lena the other week when I took her out. I'm like, Lena's going to get all of our spending money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, well, that was okay. partly, she chose to spend her spending money on me. But uh, yeah. So I have no perspective on this. So I'm going to ask you this one. What's it like to be the oldest and be and be a girl be the older sister because i'm the oldest in my family but obviously i'm also I was the, the oldest, oldest brother. brother yeah like, so so like when you think of yourself as a big sister like are you at that stage still where it's like ah it's just annoying because Ryland is Ryland and you know whatever or do you take that seriously do you think it's an annoying thing like what do you what do you think of being a big sister i don't know <laughs> it's, it's just a big sister it's just what you like are the oldest child always gets blamed for her stuff. <laughs> That's always my thing. Like, especially, like, even in, like, movies and stuff. But, like, I feel like in real life, too, like, the oldest child always gets blamed for starting stuff and doing stuff. Well, it's because we're the ones that are supposed to know better because we're older. Yeah. So, I mean, that part of it is a little fair. Yeah. But, I w yeah, I, I will say, though, I always say this especially about Caleb, like, he got out of more trouble than I ever got into in my entire life. Like I was, I was far more the one who would follow more the rules and kind of know where they are, or at least know where they are enough that if I was going to break them, I knew how to do them out of earshot, you know, <laughs> or out of eye shot, whatever it may be. But, um, but he, he just, Caleb always had this way. Like he would just look at my mom and just like grin or do whatever. And, and she just, Oh, Caleb and like push him away. And, and, I mean, I can't argue with it. He did okay. He's a really good dude. Like, <laughs> I look up to my, my little brother, to be quite honest. Uh, but uh, but I always was like, how do you do that? I've never been able to do that. You know, I was, <laughs> yeah. like you said, I was always the one that, not that I got in trouble all the time by any means, but yeah, they kind of, I feel like you get held to a little bit higher standard when you're how, the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. However, as an older brother, if I were hitting or punching or kicking my younger sister, like... I got the hammer of Thor dropped on me. 
And you resort to violence quite often. My <laughs> sister my sister was the hammer of Thor. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't need a hammer to drop. She would do it herself. <laughs> and, uh, and what do I always tell you? That little boy is going to be bigger than you someday. But it's not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. That's not right. Yet. You got to get, <laughs> get your digs in while you can. Right. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So... What what do middle school girls do for fun? What is what is it that you guys like to do? More than I don't anything. Know. Um I like to play volleyball for fun cuz it's fun, but honestly, I feel like a lot middle school girls have a lot of different interests. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like everybody does something different for fun, but I feel like girls especially just like to like get gifts and stuff or like receive things a lot but i don't know i feel like everybody all different girls have like different hobbies and stuff they do for fun gotcha so what does your group of friends do like the 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 people that you hang out with the most what would you say like do you just hang out do you talk do you you know are games a big deal? Like, what do you guys do? You're still at the stage um, where all your parents have to drive you somewhere, yes. though. So, yeah. like, you guys can't just go out on the town by yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like having, like, sleepovers with my friends just because they're fun. But, like, we mostly just talk a lot and make jokes and stuff. I don't know. Like, I mean, not really make jokes, but, like, just have fun and say funny things. I do feel like there's something about... And actually, it's not even it's not even age related because my wife has a group of friends that when they all get around each other, they get overly giggly and <laughs> just silly. I mean, there's just something. And again, we're like that as as guys. We're like that pretty much all the time, even on our own. So I can't I can't really fault them for that. But I feel like that's a universal that just kind of stays no matter how old you get. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let me ask you this. And this is weird because, you know, your dad's in the room, but I'll ask you this. So, do you think, because, do you think that you and Rylan are treated any differently because you're a boy and a girl? Not really. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. Or do you think it's more based on just what your personalities are, as opposed to the fact that you're a boy and a girl? Yeah, I think Rylan, he is very compassionate and i feel like they my mom and dad and most for the most part everybody around him kind of notices that and i don't know i feel like i might get treated not quite as like because rylan is very compassionate i feel like i might get treated not like harder but like he's more sensitive as, yeah he's are. more sensitive and i feel like i'm just a little bit like I don't know, more like outgoing and like I can. Tougher um, is the yeah. word you're looking for. Mm, not I, necessarily tougher, I but think, I guess so. I think, it's, I think it fits. Okay. I think it fits. From <laughs> knowing you as I do, I think tougher fits for sure. I think you come across stronger yeah. in a lot of ways. Like when you're, like what I was saying yeah. before, when you're convinced of something and you think you're right, like you come in hot. Yeah. <laughs> like. This is the right way to go. Which, again, that's both you and Jess. So that's, that's <laughs> not either one of you yeah. by any means. That's both of you together. Yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> oh, man. You're very convinced. Yeah. And convincing. Mm-hmm. So what do, you, <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, my, my kids are very little. My oldest daughter is three years old. No one's ever going to think 
that I'm her boyfriend or think that I need to be <laughs> ID'd to see if I'm so like what is that like I mean do you does that weird you out um, do you think it's funny do you what is that because obviously I your parents know. were really young when yeah. they had you I don't know <clears throat> I mean it kind of bothers me sometimes and sometimes I get annoyed with it but sometimes I just think it's funny but I feel like it's kind of cool what did cool. everybody say when I came to <laughs> came to eat lunch with you at school um, there, you were remember. saying that your friends were saying something after I left or something. Oh, that's what it was. When one of the girls was being mean to you, one of the things they wrote they wrote in one of their notes was like, your dad is so young, he looks like a teenager. And it's like <laughs> trying to make fun of you. And I'm like, this is actually a compliment <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually okay with this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm glad I don't have a dad that looks way older than me. Because that always bothered me if somebody, like... Because some of my friends, well, not, like, it could be anybody, like, my age, but, like, their parents look like they could be, like, their grandparents, <laughs> and that, that just bothers me. That's but, fair. Yeah. Yeah, it probably and bothers the parents, One of my too. middle school friends, his <coughs> his dad was, like, 63 or so. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and we were in middle school, and I was always like, your dad is a grandpa. <laughs> 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 He's like, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's very yeah. yeah. Specific <laughs> circumstances cause that. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So so you've talked about some in the past, Sheldon, about and you mentioned it tonight. You know about Elena being strong-willed, and right. that obviously translating into yeah. good things eventually. I'm at the stage now with with Aon, where she is exceedingly strong-willed, right. and you basically and I don't mean physically have to beat that down every single day with her because she's just going to like, she's going to keep coming and keep challenging everything and keep pushing. But I, anytime you draw a line. Yes. Yep. Yeah. She'll hop over it and be like, is this too far? Um, but one of the things that's been really good for me, even in trying to parent Winnie is watching how you guys have been with Lena and how, who Lena has become as I've watched her grow. Um, because reality is, I mean, I've seen some of that, you know, when she was right. more in the Winnie stage and, and seeing the good things that's brought on you. And it's given me a lot of hope because not only do I feel like we have you guys kind of like bounce some things off of, cause we've been through some similar stuff, but I'm looking at how awesome you've turned out Lena and how well you're doing as a person and how strong of a person you are. And I'm like, this is good. Like, these are going to be good things. Like I remember I've said it often, but you know, I've, I've always been, I always said that, you know, men who have daughters first are better men than I am because I don't think my heart could take it. Like sending my little girl to be the first one to go to school and the first one to be like, do, like that always like, oh, I was like, God, give me a boy first because I just don't think my heart could take that. In, in the <clears throat> discipline, the important thing, especially when they're being so defiant, is to address the issue and not the person. Yeah. Address the issue and make it about the issue. We always... One of the things that we always tell you is that you are a good girl and yeah. we expect you like the bar is you yourself. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing right now is not showing who you truly are. Yeah. And, and even when she was younger, we, we would address that and it was never personal. Yeah. The, the interaction, although when they're being super strong, they try to get personal. Like you just don't, love me or care about me or you're mean or like whatever they say like they don't it's designed to make 
parents want to get personal with it. Like, yeah, you can't talk to me that way. You're just da 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 da. And that's when parents will say the things that end up hurting their children. Yeah. And yes, that that child is being hurtful, but they are a child. Right. You are a grown person. And so what I would always speak to is a lot of who you are right now, mm-hmm. like having that foresight and saying, if I want a teenager that is strong and independent and able to encounter the world and not have the world affect them, but make them someone that will affect their world, yeah. then I need to raise someone that doesn't have to look to me as like, well, I'm allowed to do this and not allowed to do this. We wanted to strengthen your inner convictions yeah. to make sure that you were making a choice and and trying to get you to choose what was right. That, that was mostly what we were trying to do. We would discipline you when yeah. you made, a, made the wrong choice and when you were being defiant, mostly correcting the defiance, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But it was like, it is about this issue and it's not because you're a bad kid or, mm-hmm. and we never used like, to you, I don't think we did, use strong-willed as a bad characteristic. Yeah. Because it is a lot of who you are, mm-hmm. right? And I was I was a strong-willed child. Like, yeah. I had a very strong will. And that is a good, it is, there's so much good about that. Yeah. Because when you're convinced of what's right, you don't compromise. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And you have to be convinced and you have to be proven. Yeah. But that's what parents are for. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's, and that's the thing with Winnie. It's like, I've just come to this real realization, like whether it's in future relationships or those kind of situations, like she's the kind of personality I'm like anybody who's going to have any kind of connection with her, whether it's dating, whether it's friendships, like they're going to have to earn it. Like she is not going to suffer fools or deal with people who are just, you know, like you were saying, the friends at school where it's like, for her, it's just going to be like, okay, forget you. I'll, I'll move on. I've got people who I know care about <laughs> me and love me and I don't need you. I'm good. And, uh, and that is, it's a great quality to have. I mean, in any person. Um, and I would, I would encourage parents out there, like you need to speak to the younger child, like speak to their future, even mm-hmm. in discipline and, and when you're loving and at all times, like continue to speak to the good that you see yeah. in them and discipline them towards good, not just chasing the wrong right. all the time. If you chase the wrong, you're, all you're communicating to your kid all the time is what they do is bad. Yeah. Like you speak to the good and say, this is the good. Like this is what I see you becoming and do a lot of that. And then that becomes a standard that this behavior is unacceptable for someone like you. Yeah. That's, that's really, really important. Yeah. But... Yeah. You you do well with young kids. Yeah. Yeah. I love being with young kids. <laughs> My not? kids love you. They think you're great. <laughs> what what do you do that connects so well with them? Why what do you like about little kids or why do they connect with I you? I don't know. I feel like I like helping them like when they like want something or need something. I feel like I like being there to like help them. Yeah. But do you think it just gives you an excuse to play? I don't know. Because once you hit middle school, you need an excuse to play now. That's the way it works. You don't get to just do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the things I find the most fun about having kids. Like, I get to play with Legos now more than I ever did in my 20s. I'm pretty thrilled about it. I'm I'm not going to lie. I like it. But, yeah, you actually serve on our, uh, in the kids area at uh, at our church. And 
and help with the four-year-olds. Yeah. Yes. And they all love you and they all yeah. look up to you. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And you have little friends now that are even like six. Yeah. Or so that used to be four and they mm-hmm. they really look up to you, which is crazy because you used to go around church and tell everyone that you were four. Yes. Yep. I'm four. I'm yes. four. So you'd hold up four fingers I remember and tell that. everyone, yeah. I'm four. Yeah. And now you work in the four-year-olds. So <laughs> really <cool>. Yep. <laughs> Grandma's there with you. So yeah, that's, good. that's right. That's right. <laughs> You're a lot like your grandma in a lot of ways. Yep. In what ways are you like your grandma? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. I know there's quite a few. That's part of the reason, like, when I was thinking about how I'm like you. It's like, I know there are things that I'm like you, but I just can't think of them on yeah, the moment. The, the, well, plus the ways in which you're like grandma is you are a more black and white thinker than I am. And you're a linear, you're very linear thinking. Like, there's a logic and a a linearness to what you do and it's not just grabbing this piece of information and that piece of information there's it it all has to make sense and if you miss the first part you can't just jump into things midstream you don't enjoy (laughs) that at all it's very yeah that's very much grandma (laughs) and having a a correct way of doing things Mm -hmm. doing the same things the same way a lot of the time the thing is like I always thought about it. My grandma on my mom's side is very disorganized, but my grandma on my dad's side is super organized. Yeah. And I like to be organized, but I'm not organized. Yeah. So I'm like a combination of And both. keeping a system of little papers. That's probably <laughs> my mom's biggest yeah. hallmark. Her whole life is like little scratch like papers. Little like post-it yeah. notes or just no, little not torn off corners of papers. Oftentimes it was just... Uh, scrap paper and she cuts it into small squares that fit in a it's particular like box that we've had forever. <laughs> paper she printed like one side on and then she uses the other side to write on. Write okay. all her so, little notes. Yeah. And then one time I was down in Lena's room and there's all these little pieces of paper. I'm like, oh no, it's jumped. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh man. Yeah. You really enjoy the Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I think they're funny sometimes. Um, I don't know. You beg your mom constantly to watch the Gilmore Girls. With well, you. I like to keep up with my shows. I like to watch them a lot, but have then you, she have doesn't you, have much. Have you been all the way through it yet? Nope. Okay, where are you what at? Season? I can go like blow for blow for you. Second with season? You're only like the halfway. second season. I think I'm like. Well, you just oh, okay. started oh, that's right. You guys ago. just started. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. second season. Uh, Rory's still at Chilton. Yeah. Uh, that would be what her, is she a junior year or, or sophomore year? I don't year? know. I'm trying to remember. Is Dean still a thing? Yes. Has Jess showed up yet? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's starting to get good then. When when Jess oh, shows up, it yeah. starts to get good. What do you think of Jess? We, I don't know. He kind of seems like, I don't know. He reminds me of like a rebel. Yes. Like he just doesn't like to be like everybody. Yeah. He doesn't like to follow rules. Yeah. You know, one of the things I think is interesting about that show is that even though it's really about Lorelai and Rory. Yeah. They're not always right. Mm-hmm. Like there are times, obviously she doesn't, Lorelai does not have a great relationship with her parents all the time. Yeah. But there are times when the problems that they're having are completely her fault. Yeah. And not her not her mom and dad's fault. But mm-hmm. then and I like that. I think that's one of the things that I think they did really, really well in the writing was that 
there's nobody's ever just the shining hero that's always doing the right thing. Like people just screw up and there's drama and there's whatever, but it's on all sides. And I like that about that show. Yeah. Do you think Rory's storyline is more interesting or Lorelai's? Ah, uh, Rory's. You think so? Yeah, because she has like the whole like aspects of like cool uh, school. Yeah. And like her regular life and like I like it when. Taylor and Luke get in fights. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Those are super entertaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk about Gilmore Girls though, but I, <laughs> but I'll leave it alone because you're you're not all the way you're not all the way through it yet. Yeah. I've the way I used to watch that show was because when I started watching it, it was still on. It was still airing. Yeah. yeah. When I was still when I was watching it, so we would buy it on DVD. I would watch that season. So bought the first season, watched the first season. I think when, when I started watching it, there were two seasons out. I think there were seven, so maybe two or three. So I got them all, binged them all, watched them all within mm-hmm. a matter of weeks. Then I waited for the new season to release. And then I went all the way back and started season one over again. Cause oh. I wanted to make sure that I hadn't missed anything. Cause it all kind of connects together. Yeah. Like it's a long, one long mm-hmm. narrative. And so I did that for all seven seasons of the show. Oh my! Every God. single time. I did not know this. Every single time. I. Wow. That's a lot of rewatching. I was so obsessed with that show. It wasn't <laughs> even funny. Um, and I will admit, part of it was because at the time I was in a very uh, Luke and Lorelai style relationship where I was kind of pining for somebody that wasn't always giving me the time of day, and their relationship of like. Oh, Luke just loves you. Why won't you just go with Luke? Like, what's the deal there? <laughs> was always I I I identified with that at the time. Yeah. So you know, whether you knew it or not. Oh uh, yeah. Oh no, I was completely aware of it at okay. the time. Yeah, yeah, I was completely aware of it at the time. <laughs> but yeah, I like. I that. do love that show. Great cast in that show. It's very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so, where do you see yourself going? What? Okay. How about this? What are gonna be some elements of your house? that are a little bit different than our house or will all be the same? I don't know. Um, there have been lots of times where I didn't like your rules and I say, I'm going to change this rule <laughs> in my house. Yeah, which I ones would know. you change? I don't This would be good. Honestly, in Lena's house, said, they don't take naps. No, I'll oh. have them take naps. I, naps not, are but, so great. <sighs> But when I was like, like they made me take naps so I was like seven, and that was because I couldn't go to bed when I was seven. I just lay on my bed. She'd get mad at me because she had these. Well, my mom would get mad at me because she put these like wall stickers on my wall, and I would just pick them off and put them in a different place, and pick the other ones off and <laughs> put them what, in a different that's place. That's what nap time looked like for you. Yeah, <laughs> and like, but. I don't know why, but I always felt like that she would come in. So I would never get out of my bed, though, and ever do anything because I was always scared she'd come in and I didn't want to get in trouble. But I don't know. That was just something of nap time for me. So nap times. Like seven. Yeah, what other rules didn't you like that you that you've thought, ah, I should um, change this? At one point, you were saying that if I lied, I had to put soap in my mouth. That was always disgusting to me because nice. if there's any taste i don't like i just can't stand so it. so was it like at the one one point i had it in my mouth for a period for like of was time. it just like yeah. bar soap yeah Ooh. yeah and, and what, what was so how would it work well if i lied i would have to keep it in my mouth for 30 seconds <laughs> and if i 
like even if I like gagged or something, it came out of my mouth. I would have to start the time all over again and put it back in my mouth. <laughs> so, so it was straight up Ralphie from A Christmas Story. There were Sit teeth there, marks in the that. Yeah. 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 Uh. Oh man, <laughs> I've always wanted to find that red bar of soap. Have you seen A Christmas Story? Yeah, it's I've always wanted to while. find that red bar of soap that she made him use. I need to look that up. You can Google things like that. That wasn't quite as extreme as Ralphie. Like 30 seconds isn't that bad. Yeah, it's Ralphie just sat there with it. For yeah, yeah my one friend, I forget who it was, but they said she said that um, her parents made her do it and they made her keep it in there for like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> I knew a kid who, uh, for talking back to his parents, got his teeth brushed with liquid soap. Ooh. That was yeah, rough. yeah. That was what he did. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't dish soap though. That stuff would have hung on forever. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty rough. Okay, okay. What do you think? Some things that your parents have done that have been right. Um. Some things that you'll do for your kids. Yeah. That that, that you we think did. this is a good idea. I should do this too. Hmm. Well, I don't think. I don't really want to give my kids spanks. That's one thing I was never <laughs> like. Yeah. But that just came to mind. But I don't. What are some rules that I think that are really good? Um, but you haven't been given spanks for like, a long time. I like the rule that when I'm upset, I get either I get sent to my room or I get to go to my room because I feel like that's always a good thing to have like a period of time where you can calm down before you actually like yeah. have like a discussion or whatever. Because, like, when I'm upset, I don't like to talk at yeah. all. That's I just want to get away <laughs> that's from one thing everybody. That Winnie already does. Like, we'll send her to our room or to, her, to our room, yeah. And it'll be like, okay, tell us when you're ready for us to come talk to you. And if you come into her, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready <laughs> yet. But she'll sincerely tell you, it's like, okay, I'm ready now. Whatever it may be, like, that's if she's awesome. going to get disciplined or not. Like, that's kind of her, her vibe for sure. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. So when you're a teenager, you get, do you get an allowance every week and your parents just hand you 20 bucks no, and say, no, <laughs> no, no, but the thing is, <laughs> but I you will have a very good value of money. How did that happen? <laughs> um, I don't like, know. you know how much money is worth and you save yeah. it and then you spend it. Yeah. And then you um, apparently spend your parents' money without <laughs> without them <laughs> protesting that. It's <laughs> kind of amazing. It's the season of giving. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was partly my mom was going to wrap it up for Christmas. So. Oh, okay. But so there you go. Yeah. Um, I think I will definitely pay my kids more for their chores because you pay me like 50 cents to load the entire dishwasher and 50 cents to clean up my entire room. Mm. But... So are you I trying like to negotiate a raise on air here? Is that what's happening right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> but um She's I feel like I want to have to negotiate a yeah, new contract. Right. I want to <laughs> have, have more ways for my kids to be able to make money. Okay. I feel like because like especially when I was younger, I couldn't like for like Christmas and stuff, I couldn't really buy many presents for like or like Mother's Day, I couldn't buy anything yeah. because I didn't have much money at the time. So right. it was like a big thing if I bought somebody a present because... Is gift giving like a big deal for you? Yes. I love giving gifts. Yeah. Yes. Like... How much did you spend on Christmas <laughs> this year? And well, you get your money like 15 bucks at a time whenever you get a babysitting yeah. gig or I whatever. I spent... About $75 on just my dad, my mom, and my brother. And then I spend... <laughs> I think I spent like 17 or 18 on my one friend for like 
we did like a secret santa thing Mm -hmm. and then i spent like 12 on little things for like all my friends at school and at church and stuff yeah so i don't know how much over a hundred dollars yeah yeah. So why is gift giving a big deal for you? Because I love seeing people's expressions when they like, mm-hmm. I just love like, I don't know. I you like, it, I like wrapping it up. I like finding a gift that's like, like I always like matching, kind of matching it with like their personality yeah. or whatever. And I really like their reaction and stuff, especially if they like really like it. Uh-huh. Then, yeah, that's just... So would you say it's about making them feel valued? Um, making the people feel like yeah. they're valuable to you and that they matter mm-hmm. to you? Yeah? That's good. I like that. You're very <laughs> curious about Christmas presents. Yeah. Do you? Go <laughs> I love surprises, but I don't like waiting for surprises. <laughs> Do you go looking? Like, did you go looking when you were younger for your Christmas <laughs> gifts? I when you were did younger? did when I was younger, but... I tried this year. Well, in the past few years, I've been like trying to contain myself because I like the surprise, but <laughs> I just want to but know. But if you what found I out, you wouldn't be too miserable about no, it. No, no. No, this may <laughs> be then a I little bit like of a sticky issue because <laughs> <laughs> we did go overboard and see all the Christmas gifts this year. Oh. So your, your mom is uh, intent that next year there will be no finding out of the Christmas gifts because they will be physically I impossible. didn't find out about all the Christmas gifts. <laughs> you can always hide stuff at our house. <laughs> we <could do> that. <laughs> You're here every week. I'm here every week. You're here I'll every week. <laughs> we can't tell Lena that. She's going to go looking at all the nooks and crannies at <laughs> your house now. Except I don't come to your house. <laughs> yes. This is, this is like the first time. You might be the first time you've been to our house no, this year. No, no we I mean this year, though. You guys were here in the summer. A couple times. Yeah, a couple During times. During COVID, right. we were violating COVID violating rules. Violating COVID <laughs> rules. <laughs> Rebels. What are COVID <laughs> rules? There are, there are no rules. That's what I was talking to your dad about today. I was like, it's like a moving carrot. It's like <laughs> it's like two weeks to stop the spread, okay? 21-day mask but mandate. But after two weeks, <laughs> it doesn't do anything. So then uh, uh, and for the next month, everybody just stay at home. And then it's like, well, we can't earn money if we do that. Well, okay, these guys can open, but not these guys. And these guys are essential and these guys are not. And it's like constantly a moving carrot. And then they're like, well, maybe once the election rolls around, then it'll be all over because it's just a political thing. Then it's like, well, maybe when we get a vaccine. And I'm like, this is a moving carrot. You it can't is. do this to us. It is. It's true. Yeah, so there are no COVID rules. The no. COVID rules are whatever gives the right people power. They're like the points on uh, <laughs> whose line, on is, whose it line is it anyway. anyway. The points <laughs> don't matter. Have you ever watched Whose Line Is It Anyway? No, Elena no. has not. That is an inappropriate show for a 13-year-old It depends. Girl. You can find some ones that aren't so bad. <laughs> but yeah, there's at least some. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I would say we're yeah. about hitting time here. So, Elena, is there anything you want to say? To whoever listens to us, I don't know who all listens to us. Before know. we go, anything to the things we say, radio audience. Yes, I like hearing my voice, <laughs> like my outside voice. I think it's fun. Isn't yeah. that weird? Know. It does that because you just said outside voice, and it's so true. Yeah. Because what you hear in your head and then it's what a lot you hear different. is a lot different from what you actually hear it's coming through your ears. Is this yeah. lower this. or higher than what's lower? In? This is lower. Yeah. yeah, my inside voice is a lot higher. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have a good radio voice for what you do. it's worth. You do. You have a very solid voice. You have a very low uh-huh. voice. It always surprises me <laughs> when I hear you speak. And I'm like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's a good voice. Your mom I had approve. a very high voice when she was this age. Like, is she? She sounded like she was five. Yeah. And people would say like, "Is your mommy home?" <laughs> She's I like am 19 years old. 17 or 18. <laughs> so you don't have that curse. No. No. But. <laughs> well, all right. Sheldon, any parting shots or things to say? No, I, I just really enjoy any time we get messages from our listeners on the things we say. So if you like this episode, go ahead and rate us. Tell us what you think. And uh, you can reach out to us at the things we say at mail.com if you want to send an email or jump on the Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash the things we say podcast. And there is still a Twitter and an Instagram at TTWS podcast. Uh, me and Nate went, may or may not check that as often as we should yes. but go ahead and communicate with us we, <laughs> we do enjoy hearing from our listeners and what you would like to hear next yes so, absolutely yeah, absolutely enjoy uh, each one of you that reaches out and tells us that you listen to the show so. yes yes well, all right Lena thank you so much for joining us it's been a real treat and privilege to have you here I yep. agree so. even though your dad's here I appreciate <laughs> you still coming <laughs> All right, guys, well, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.